This is Pop Fiction Women. I'm Corinne. I'm Kate. And we're complicated. Blunt. Total boss. But sometimes a mess. Opinionated. But never boring. And in this podcast, we're discussing the complicated women of the best books, TV, and movies. Along with the complicated women behind the scenes. Warning, lots of spoilers ahead. So come back when you're done. Hurry up, it's starting. Today, we are doing Normal People, episodes three, four, and five, which is really... Those three episodes have a nice little arc. Episode three is the end of Marianne and Connell's relationship Mm -hmm. as it starts. Episode four, they meet again in college and we establish the college world. And then episode five, they've reconnected fully. Yes. 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 So these are three great episodes to put together that I think it works for this discussion. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay, first, right off the bat, this show has gotten its groove, right? Yeah. I, my, my issues, my nitpicking of the first two, I, you know, between after three, four and five, they, it went away for me. A lot of it went away. I don't know. We'll talk about whether it went away satisfactorily or not, but we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. But the show is definitely in its groove and I'm really immersed in it. I'm totally in it and just thinking, okay, this is me watching the book play out. Yeah. Don't expect it. Ex- like I started looking at it as if I was someone who had never read the book and I wanted to know what happened between these two people the same way I felt when I was reading the book, mm-hmm. right? Which is, I don't know what's going on. I want to know what's going on. Um, I don't feel the same urgency that I did reading the book, but that's because I know already. And I think yeah. that if I was just watching this show for the first time, I would feel more urgency again, which is probably why they put out all 12 or 12 episodes at one time so you could binge the whole thing um but at least I am starting to feel in it now you know what I mean yeah I just feel the same urgency and I do I think I do and I think it's because like I said um when we talked about the first two that this but it really happens for me with these the short episodes like I really do just you know, want more. And I'm just like, Oh God, God get, like, hit me with yeah. another, hit me with another, which was yeah. how I turned yeah. the pages. Yes. So uh-huh. I am feeling that the same still, urgency. yeah, but I'm trying to slow down because we're talking, we're not talking about them that way. But also, as I said to you yesterday, sometimes when I binge, I, it all blends together for me, but yeah. I want to, which so it does still propel me forward. Especially because this is so much about Marianne and Connell and it's their back and forth and you're like okay is episode three are they together or not together or four they hate each other five they're back together what's going on it's like it's so much of this cycle of together and not together that to me binging it kind of loses something yeah I don't want like, to I'm glad we're not because yeah, I okay. think if I did I'd end up going back and having to watch it again slowly. Yes, yes, yes. You know? Maybe that's, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Oh, maybe that's their plan. Get people yeah, exactly. Watch Keep going. Yes, yeah, yes. But I think, like, to your point, it is, you know, like we talked about, so true to the original source material. Mm-hmm. But I am, again, now with these three that we're going to talk about, I am 
feeling different things in the scenes, even if the words yes. are, are essentially yes. the same. It yes. is giving me different feelings. So when I'll, yes. I'll talk about that when it when it comes out. So yeah, uh, and I felt that way even in episodes one and two. I was surprised how much I felt I could relate to Marianne when I didn't really feel like that in the beginning of the book. Um, it it is just giving different vibes. Um, watching it I think so too yeah so, so and yeah and some of it though yeah it, some of it lands even better and some of it doesn't where I think first the first two episodes mostly were pretty consistent and now it's a little hit or miss but but we'll talk about that as we talk as mm-hmm. we go through the episode so episode three begins with Marianne getting ready for the Deb's fundraiser. Yes. She has obviously mastered makeup. I was just uh, going to say. I'm she assuming said. she's watched many YouTube tutorials. I don't know how she else you get to that in that, so she in that short it. period of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes downstairs. Her mother looks at her with what I'm going to call cold curiosity, right? Mm, I like that. Yeah. Her brother's being a dick, as yeah. always. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she gets to the club. So they so they do that setup. They, she gets to the club, and oh my god, did this scene not just immediately feel like college? Oh my god, I right? love this scene. The yes. dancing. Yes. First of all, I and, love it, like you said, for college, but also I love it for Marianne. I'm like, yes, get mm-hmm. it, girl. Look at her. Yes. She's free. <laughs> yes, yes. But it was just so very typical. Like the boys and girls travel uh-huh. in packs. packs. Like they yes. both arri- they arrive in packs. Um, separate packs, of course. No yes. boys with the girls. Girls with the boys. The music is loud. Yeah, it's everything. Yes. Um, yeah, she is being free. I agree, but there is still Marianne. Oh, right. Com- yes. <laughs> yes. Right. I ha- I literally rolled my eyes at. She's like, Karen, would you like to have a dance? Yes. Well, what? <laughs> we all know what happens is someone screams, oh my God, I love this song, and yes. grab your friend by the hand and drag them out to the dance floor, yes. and then you guys co- totally lose yourself dancing. But, but this is the, the, not for Marianne. The Marianne yeah. who doesn't understand social norms. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Would you like to have a dance? And then proceeds to go out there and dance like a normal you know right 18 year old or 20 year old or whatever um the case may be but which i had to yeah. suspend a little disbelief there i'm like well, how does marianne know it's not this is her yes. first time presumably ever yeah. being out and yet yes. she looks like a natural out there but but she i was does. happy for her yes and she knows to go, go get a drink and then mm-hmm. go dance and yeah but yes i i was happy to watch it even if it was a little bit of a stretch at points but um, you know, I was kind of disappointed that the back to the book comparison that they didn't have the texting scene. You remember the texting scene from the book where the boys have not yet arrived and oh, the girls yes. are wondering where they are where they and are. Marianne texts Connell on her own and says, you know, where are you? And he says he's coming soon. So she knows this and she kind of like holds her phone to her chest in the book and is like, I have, I have this secret. And I, she, she could just tell them and yeah, oh my God. wondering. Yes. And, and oh my God, how that would blow things up. But she just feels really in her power with yeah, the secret in that moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do it, which is so bizarre because they have their phones. So right. they could have, that would have been I, easy. Yeah. I didn't understand. I guess you couldn't convey the power she felt with that secret. Um, 
in the same way it did in her thoughts. Right. But but it definitely loses something. The power dynamics are really challenging on this to explain because there so much of it is in one's head, especially yeah. for her. Her power comes from her thoughts and where she is and how much she believes whatever she believes at the moment. So I don't know that that's losing it a little is, something. It is, yeah. Well, that's why yeah. I liked the ghost house scene because, like I said on that one, I that's where I felt I had a different view of the power dynamics than I did yeah. before. But but you're right. There's not a whole lot of moments like that so far. Yeah, right. But in the book, she doesn't feel particularly powerful. It's just sort of a a, a nice moment yeah. between them. But yeah, I agree. You see it differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So then, I, I don't know if you want to talk about the incident with the jerk guy. Him assaulting and then, her. Yes. I and just then, finally like that Connell actually sticks up for her. I mean, yes. That's, that's, that's the part. And tells Rachel to fuck off. So that, yep. that part I like. <laughs> yeah. You know, I liked it. Again, I liked it more in the book because seeing it, I was like, geez, this is what it takes for him to acknowledge that he knows her. That's, you know, I don't know. It was a. I didn't, I, again, I preferred that in the book, just in your imagination, but, um, but generally that whole scene I really did like, and then they leave together and they go home and she starts asking about Rachel and were you together with her? Did you have sex? And he's like, yeah, but, and this is my, this is one of my absolute favorite lines from everything we've seen so far right he's yeah he says well it wasn't the kind of thing their feelings were involved and she says well what about me are feelings involved he says obviously and she just looks up at him like who is that obvious to i know so good obvious to which is from the book yes but when she says it oh you're like yeah, dumbass. Yes. It's not obvious. Yes. How is this she is, supposed to know this? This is one of those moments that's better watching yeah, it. On her, yeah. the, her face. Yes, exactly. Um, and then she talks about her dad hitting her mother and he says, I love you. I'm not just saying that. I really do. I, I thought it was, I thought this was all fine, but it definitely loses something with the interiority of of those moments in the book because he's struggling in that moment. He's actually wondering if she's lying. He doesn't think she's lying. Yeah. It seems really sincere. I mean, he kind of gets to the same place that we see, but there, there was, is more conflict. There was more nuance, I think, yes, in the book too. Like definitely. you said, there was, you weren't sure what was yeah. going on and whether or not, like you said, she was lying or not. I mean, yeah. also he has this line, I would never hurt you. And yes, he believes that. But first of yeah. all, I mean, personally, I'm like, no one can ever promise that. I hate when people say that. Like, know, you would ridiculous. intentionally, perhaps, but I mean, right. and then of course we know he's going to. So well, and he, <laughs> yeah, literally, and he really already has. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. No, you're right. He actually already has. That's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm like, mm, I know you mean that because again, but, yeah, he just means physically. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, exactly. Great. Super. Thanks, Thanks for that. <laughs> but it is again, if you haven't read the book and you're watching this, this is the first mm-hmm. glimpse of of her damage yes. and what she's Ex- been dealing with. Yes. And again, if you haven't read the book and you're watching this, and I'm trying to switch into that mindset, I think it's all unfolding really well. It's building in, in exactly the ways it's supposed to. It's just hard when you're comparing it to the information that you already have that's not there. Right. But then 
uh, Lorraine catching them in the morning when she yeah. comes down is is a great scene. Yeah, um, she's awesome. She I still is. love Lorraine. I love her even more. She's, I do too. I love yeah. her even more. Yeah. Um, and how she kind of switches, and she's like, "What? What's going on?" You know, she's like concerned parent, but then also like, "Dude, uh, I, I got better things to do than gossip about your love life, <laughs> exactly. your sex life, right?" Right. Right. Um. But he's again, he's being a dick, and yes. he seems to turn, and it doesn't. You don't know why or how because it kind of being cool. She's totally being cool. And he's like, and, you're not going to tell anyone. And why would he think that she's exactly. going to tell someone? I, I don't know. That was, but he turns so quickly, and it's like, don't say anything. That would, and he smooths it over with, oh, that would be a problem for me and for Marianne. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she kind of like lets it go, right? For but now. then it's yeah right exactly but then at school they start asking about what happened and we see kind of a, a shocking scene yeah. and I think the really first truly original scene yes. of the show right mm-hmm. um something that we understand in the book but it's... seeing it here and the way they shot it with Connell in the bathroom having oh, his panic attack and that is yeah. that was huge for me Yes, me too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought that was a really big deal. Because, um, yeah, it's yeah, so enhanced from the book mm-hmm, for me, mm-hmm. this. And it, it actually makes me understand what would drive him to ask Rachel. Yes. To the Debs, clearly, I don't think it makes it right. But uh, good. It, yeah. But in this, I actually am I'm more in his head now and I yeah. understand it more. And it's yeah. really intense and his anxiety and this this trying to fit in and it just yeah. it, it changed that whole decision to ask Rachel peace for me yeah. entirely compared to the yes book. yes I I agree um it seems like a, a less of a deal in the book so like less of a big deal until later but this the way they framed it and set it up yeah it was really intense and and again it you like you said it doesn't make it right but you kind of understand it so yeah, I don't think I understood it in the book other than I guess I thought yeah well of course you wouldn't ask Marianne right I mean, but this this really again look at the Connell character is really coming alive for me on the screen uh, more yes. and I'm understanding a lot more we've talked about that in the last one but I think that's going to be uh, continued for me mm-hmm yeah um, so then he goes right for directly from this kind of bathroom panic attack. He goes directly to find Rachel, and you know when when his friends were asking him about Marianne, he kind of ignored him or told him to shut up. But he outright lies to Rachel, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oof, man, what the hell is yeah. this necessary? Well, um, it's like now he's like on a mission to, like, yeah, you know, yeah, I guess, but. Couldn't he have just ignored her? I guess not. She just point blank asks him, is anything going on between you two? And he says, no. Yeah. So, and then he goes and tells Marianne about what what he's done. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, oh. I can still see her face. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was rough. But I uh, was also taken by, this is a moment where, you know, as blunt as she is, yeah. She is so not being honest at all. Mm-hmm. And 
And unlike Connell, where sometimes he doesn't know what he's thinking or feeling, you know what Marianne is feeling at that moment and and thinking, and she doesn't say it at all. She says, in fact, I don't care, which is a complete lie. lie. Mm -hmm. And even he knows it because he tries to say, well, what's this really about? But she's, she's not having it. She will not be honest. She will not be open. And she tells him to leave. So, I mean, he was a jerk, but I wasn't, you know, and I understand what she's doing, but oh, it's just it's disappointing this is, because she yeah. usually will just say, say the yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes she does yes, and sometimes she right. doesn't. We've this is throughout the that. whole book. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and assuming throughout the whole show. And then on the way home, Lorraine really lets him fucking have it about oh this, right? Yeah. At grilling her, him, do you even talk to her in school? Yeah. Do you I say mean, that low when you see yeah. her in the hall? So, and, and he's how like, how many oh. times did she say, so you can fuck her or you're yes. fucking her? And he's like, mom, language. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was great. That was really great. And then she smashes him with... What are you afraid of? Mm-hmm. What people will think of you? Well, I think you're a disgrace and you oh. should be ashamed of yourself. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. I will say, side note, as a mother, the hardest part of that scene is knowing that what she says, even as close as they are, it doesn't matter. What matters is what his friends think. And that's just, it's a reality, I know. Yeah. But oof, that was hard because they're close and they have a good relationship. And even those, her being very direct and saying, this is not right. And he doesn't care. He's not going to do anything differently. Yeah. No, I know. And I just love, you know, too many times you see, I think, portrayals of parents like, I don't know, taking their kid's side. They tend to at least give them the benefit of the doubt or at least be like, you know, that wasn't right. But I understand. But she is just not having it with him which I you know yeah I think is amazing uh, yeah yeah and he even says why can't you take my side yeah. and she's like no I, I don't want to I don't want to be on your side yeah right I don't know and, that, that many parents do that yeah you yeah. know that's yeah. hard because you you even if you know it's like it's your kids so you're you come into it with blinders on and she yeah. sees very clearly and very quickly what Connell's doing yeah um but they have an interesting conversation later. That, that one was in the car and she gets out because she doesn't want to say anything mean. But later um, on the couch mm-hmm. and he's kind of like, you know, it is so – they're really getting the nuance of the book here where it's like, is this a big deal or is it not a big deal? It's really hard to kind of gauge. Does she need to drop out of school? And no. Connell says, this is – a, an overreaction he she won't respond to him at all mm-hmm. she's dropped out of school so that he cannot have any contact with her right and then Lorraine says well Marianne's a very vulnerable person and you did something unkind mm-hmm. and, and she again says it's not a bad thing if you feel bad about mm-hmm. this but I, I but he does have a point she is taking it so far and to not be to have dropped out of school I, I don't know. It's it is an overreaction, but that's what she does. It's very Marianne. I mean, she doesn't need to overreact when someone says, uh, you know, like stop looking out the window, and she's yeah. like, D- "Don't police my thoughts." You right. know, it's, she's, she's this is impulsive. how she is. Yeah, and yeah. 
Yeah, I think that scene with him and his mom in the kitchen was nicely juxtaposed against the scene earlier where uh, his mother comforts Marianne. Yes. And does she call her pet? Does she say hello, pet? I couldn't hear, which I thought she did, uh, which I thought was cute. Oh, I know she does it to Connell. I know that's what she calls Connell, but I didn't I Okay, didn't then, notice then she, she did because yeah. I was like, was that pet? Okay. Um, yeah, that's what he, he she says to him. You yeah. know, and she's, she basically says, you know, I hear you're not returning my son's calls. And she's like, or text or whatever. And she's like, mm, I suppose I'm not. And he's like, good. He doesn't deserve you. Yeah. And yeah. and then when she says, well, he didn't do anything that bad compared to most. He was actually yeah. pretty nice to me. And you're, mm-hmm. and that's when Lorraine, like her heart breaks for her because she's like, no, that's not the standard. I mean, she doesn't say this, but yeah. you know, that's what she's thinking. Like such low self-esteem and she just gives her that hug and yet yeah. a few minutes later with her own son she's not you know i mean she's right. being she's motherly still... but she's being like much tougher yeah um, yeah but yeah. also just randomly like i know she won't respond to his texts or calls but i'm like yeah. you know where she lives why can't you just fucking drive over there? <laughs> yeah only one thinking like how well that seems just... like a violation i wouldn't oh, i don't know like Kate, will you please just talk to me? I'm not suggesting you go like beat down the door. Right. No, like, no, no. But know? yeah. But if he won't, if she won't even respond I to know. a text by saying, even know. if, I, I think if she texted back and said, I hate you, then maybe you could show up. But just the her absolute refusal to res- to acknowledge his existence, I wouldn't go to the door. <laughs> but yeah. Well, he doesn't, so. No, you know, no, no, no. He lets it go. Yeah. After and then. So much anguish. Yeah. <laughs> And then he goes to the Debs, which he's not happy about. And his mother kind of tells him to buck up and, you know, just go and have fun. And But it's he doesn't. It's awkward, the whole thing. And he kind of realizes that everyone knew about Marianne and didn't care anyway. And he gets a little bit of his own taste. Like, did he overreact? Yeah. Was he, you know? Mm. Oh, it's just such that high was school a life stuff. Bulb for him, right? Yeah. Though, like, shit i've been keeping this damn secret for nothing nobody even gives a shit right and, and it's not even a secret <laughs> and it's not even a secret and that that you're right he learns that at the end of a night where he's clearly not happy and is only there yeah. pretending like he always does yeah. and is tortured i mean yes he is really tortured because really he had tortured. had friends he had fun with his friends all the time but it's just because she is not responding to him at all that he is just in this low place. And that message, the voicemail oh, message my he God. leaves. See, that to me, again, another example of much enhanced on the screen yes. and watching yep. him. Another yep. great, great scene for for Connell. Yes. Like the bathroom scene. Oh, my yes. God. When he yes. falls to the ground at the end, bawling. Yeah. yeah. I, but but the, the line, this was in the... In the book, too, I think, when he's saying, you know, I miss you. I can't mm-hmm. really talk to anyone like you. Yes. And that's, yes. that's just, this is the issue, the mm-hmm. whole series and the whole book. I mean, they can't communicate, but at the no. same time, particularly for Connell, she's the only person he can yeah. communicate with. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. It breaks my heart. Yeah, yeah. I just felt more for him in this. And again, he's done something shitty. I'm not, yeah, you know, forgetting yeah. that. But I have more empathy than I did 
in there because I'm like, dude, you know what? No, they shouldn't have fucking asked Rachel to the Debs when <laughs> when yeah. I read the book. I think I was not right. feeling that. That's so interesting. Him. I definitely did feel it for him in the yeah. book, but but I can see how it it is enhanced still. Just seeing him, you just yeah. see him tortured. Is, tortured. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Yes. Yes. Okay, so episode four. I thought episode four started a little slow for me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is a um, trinity, so we're just trying to see what it's like there for Kong. Exactly. There's a lot of that. <laughs> it's another setup kind of po- portion. Yes, first, exactly. Yeah. So he arrives at Trinity, right? He's struggling. He's we meet kept, Niall, it, his roommate, so mm-hmm. we, who's going to have a minor role, I think. But um, I think this is just basically showing Connell as a fish out of water now and how he can't fit in socially even at first intellectually he feels inferior even though of course we know he's not but he doesn't he doesn't fit in the way he's supposed to he thinks and he's going home on weekends to work so he's not really integrating himself that's right exactly and and he'll have a beautiful sort of really insightful thoughts about that later on yeah um, exactly but he it's just it's really a lack of confidence as opposed to anything else and there's a lot of loafers and chinos as he tells yes, his high school not, buddy over yeah <laughs> yeah it's not it's not his people yeah um okay so we also in this setup we meet gareth mm-hmm. we meet Teresa. We meet Jamie, who is already creepy and controlling right off the bat. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. I just wrote Jamie, ugh, at one point. Uh, ugh. Yeah. And we see she, but we can see her interest in him is he acts like he can read her mind, which she likes. Right. And she is, as she becomes more and more indecisive, he yeah. will take over that function for her. Right. Exactly. But the. But that's getting way ahead. But yeah, they've yeah, really yeah. Laid, laid the groundwork. Again, very heavy-handed. I, I, very heavy-handed, yes. if, if you ask me. Yes. But then it's Marianne. Oh, I was just going to say, though, before yeah. that, then, yeah. that this is where the um, adaptation starts to really enhance, for me, these mm. other characters. Um, mm. Because in the book, uh, Gareth definitely, or Jamie, are, are I strongly remember them but even with her friends I, I don't know I they sort of flitted in and out for me in the book and the, I could sometimes not tell the difference between them I knew one was nice and one was kind of bitchy mm-hmm. but like <laughs> they were so ancillary to me and I, I just couldn't see them as well or they didn't have the same effect on me here I feel like in the adaptation now it's their they they're coming alive for me. And I, and again, literally they are. Now I see them on the screen, but I just mean yeah. even their personalities more. And this, oh, this, geez. this part, I'm not saying I liked them, but I just now. No, I understand clearer, what you're saying, you know, for I, me. but I have the, I have the opposite feeling. They, in the, the book, I had more of a, an idea of each one of them in my head. Mm, this yeah. one, it is, they just flit in and out. i don't even know their names here. Oh, that's um, so funny. And I'm like, oh, there's, there's I know their yeah, names now. There's it's Joanne. The nice, <laughs> it's the nice one. Yeah, Joanne is more of the standout. But the one who I just call absolute annihilation, she says absolute annihilation three times. I'm, I'm sorry, you shouldn't say those words three times in a 30-minute episode yeah. ever. Like, that doesn't... She's, yeah, she yeah. sucks. But she sucked in the book for me, too. But 
Yeah. Well, um, I think she does, but she's just so much more one-dimensional. I'm like, how did you actually become three-dimensional and then become more one-dimensional to oh, me? interesting. Yeah. See, yeah, no, I thought she Well, was... the repetition of those words definitely did not help. That was no, a that's big... Not. That really stuck with me. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to call her absolute annihilation. Right. Absolute annihilation. I do... It, <laughs> Is her name Peggy? It's not that I don't. It's because they say it quickly. Yes, uh, I have no it idea, is, right? Oh, I no, assume well, so, but yeah, yeah. To me, that's that's it. The bleach blonde absolute annihilation. Yeah, and I, I, I was going to talk about Gareth and that debate conversation. Were you going to go past there? I just no. Wanted- yeah, I was going to go to Marianne, okay. but you, okay. if you have stuff before her, I was just going to say how they're obviously, they meet Gareth and, and uh, Connell because they're in the same English class. And that conversation they have after class about with the other guy about um, joining the debate society and, you mm-hmm. know, whether they should let a, a Nazi or fascist talk like that just reminded me so much of of. Sally Rooney and her what we talked about on yes. the podcast of her being which a lot of people probably don't know but she was the number one debater in college yeah. in Europe and I I but you know from that as we talked about she sort of has an uneasy relationship with it like God, she she quit basically because she realized it was a little bit pointless and so mm-hmm. that when I when they had that little chat and Connell is kind of making fun of them like you guys mm-hmm. are arguing about bullshit I was like oh Sally that reminds me of Sally right so oh, that's so that that's funny I've thought of it I had that same thought but it was at a different part it was when Marianne um goes into the you know of course gravity is real but it's important for historians yeah. to look at that's when I thought of it. I was like oh that's so Sally Rooney. yeah so that's funny so yes. she does creep through and that one yeah but anyway yes. yeah so Marianne yeah. So, right. And the reuniting. Reunited. Yeah. How did you feel about this scene? So, this, you know, is one of our favorite scenes. We talked yes. about it on the podcast. From the book. The book. Yes. yes. Um, and so I was like, oh, I don't know, because this is one of my favorite scenes, one of our favorite lines when she says, classic yes. me. I came to college and got pretty. Yeah. So, I, there were parts of it I liked better. And parts of it I liked worse, if that makes sense. It um, does make sense. That's yeah. how I feel about the whole show. But I, right. but I don't know about the scene. To me, the scene was just a, a dead a dead turn from the book. But what did like you like about worse? Yeah. Okay. No, because I did. One of the things we liked in the book was that they were finally well, a that the tables had turned, but but mm-hmm, but b that yes. they were finally sort of having what what we said was like banter like they were flirting mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and that part I liked I liked seeing it like I liked her confidence and her mm-hmm. her flirtiness I was again after what we'd her insecurity that we'd been seeing you know yeah. from the high school years I was like I liked seeing that I was like yeah Marianne like yeah like but she's also being honest I mean she says like you know I felt abandoned which I like she got some of her directness back I really I think I just liked seeing her confidence now see I I imagined it much more confident flirtatious and warm than what this portrayed I think she was uh I I thought it was compared to what we've seen if I'm showing if I'm comparing the show to the show this is a real moment of banter and sweetness. Right. When I'm comparing the show to the book, 
So also in the book, she's moving around. I didn't like that she was seated. Sitting. Yeah, and like he that, was why above she took her a seat. I that's so uh, funny. I said that too. She yeah. gives him the drink and then sits down. And my first thought, I go, why are you sitting down? That's exactly yeah. in the book. She's moving around and it, she's taking stuff out of the fridge. She's moving it to the counter. She's, you know, she's really dynamic and yeah, moving. I didn't, I didn't remember that, but I didn't uh, like the sitting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was, it, it added to the lightness. It added to the flirtation and it added to, I thought her confidence, the way I was imagining it. This, her sitting planted, not moving. I felt she was a little bit more defensive, not really warming to him the way I imagined in the book. Um, her not that it's not kind of I don't know. I, yeah, I think no, I agree. They're like alive and kind of. No, I I definitely flirty. agree. It is flirt again. If you're comparing the show, she is definitely having a moment. But right. the way I had pictured it in the book was was more flirtatious, more warm, more a little kind of more- sweet. Not yeah. aggressive on her part, but more, more if she's standing and moving around. Yeah. Oh, uh, she was also just kind of like, oh, like I'm, I'm moving around my house. I'm not taking this too seriously. Oh, whatever. That was awful, but let's move on. And I'm flirty. And, and here I did classic me came to college and got pretty. That line did not land at all for me. It was yeah. very awkward. And in the mo- book, it was such a, uh, it was something we both took note of. Like right. Really no, a standout. And, I do like yeah. they're ripping on each other's boyfriends. Yes. Boyfriends, though. That's fun. And, and that and I like. They're yes. warming. Both of them feel comfortable and are warming up in that part. Yes. Too. I also like when he says, I used to think I could read your mind. And she mm-hmm. said like during sex or after. And, and, and he's like, this was always one of my favorites. But I guess that's normal. And she's like, yeah. no, it's not. Yeah. And that's yeah. where there's also no, some I truth loved, coming out. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of truth. Yes. I mean, I, the the fact that they both stand there and openly admit that they felt abandoned by the other person. Yeah. So it's, again, one of those, it's a stretch. I mean, but I love it. I, yeah. I love that they're putting it all out there and being open and honest. In like the first five minutes after they haven't seen each other yeah. in however long. So Yeah, which again doesn't ring true to me or to life, but it definitely tracks with these two. They're, yes. It's like back and forth between not being able to say anything and then being able to say everything. So right. it, it, it definitely tracks with what Sally Rooney has built, but... It doesn't really ring true for real life. I, I can't even imagine that you could be so bold as to be like, well, I felt abandoned. Yeah, well, I felt abandoned too in the first five minutes of seeing yeah. each other after. You work in total vulnerability in two totally. seconds. Totally. In the middle of a party, you know, with everybody yeah. around yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, I did love that moment where she was like, she's clearly conveying to him that what they have is something special. When he says, oh, I, maybe that's normal. And she's like, you know, this is something truly special that we have. Um, he's being very charming. He is. You know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Much um, more and, charming than I remember. Yeah. And yeah. then and then she, he says, you know, he's having trouble meeting people. It's different here. And mm-hmm. she turns it, well, that's why I'm having such an yes. easy go of it, right? <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a great, again, if you're just watching this show, it's a great culmination. And it's probably a little surprising the way it was in the book. You're like, those people stop talking to each other completely, cut them each other out of their lives. Yes. And now here they are 
right back in it. Um, so yeah, so again, easily. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Which is something we found remarkable in the book, but just believable in the moment. Like, let's move on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I loved it. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do. I love the scene. Okay. I understand like what what we're saying about the effect here, but generally, I I do still yes. love the scene. Yes. Um, and then so here's a scene. I I, I loved the scene when I'm comparing it to show. If uh, compared to the book, it falls flat. But a scene I do love and stood out for me in the show was, um, when Marianne and Joanna is it Joanna yeah. or Joanna? Yeah. Um, are I think you know I, sitting around drinking wine and she says it would be great to be a genius or to paint like that right it would give your life some purpose and then Marianne says well you can never have a normal life well who wants a normal life and she says I do yeah and, he, and her friend's like no you do not and she's like I don't know maybe maybe <laughs> I don't know what I yeah she's like I don't know what I want so she admits that which is kind of a big deal and again it's this constant tension between she's popular she's kind of got everything all together but then she's feeling this deep insecurity yeah and it's that constant tension that both of them have I I was joking I thought to myself okay so I guess the lesson from this is you can either be popular or you can have a plan for your life (laughs) seems to be (laughs) one or the other right (laughs) that's true that is true because in high school she was very unpopular but she was so sure of herself she knew she was going to Trinity she had no doubt in her mind she knew what she was going to study she was so sure. She was sure of herself in that way. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Academically or what, again, what she was going to study. I wouldn't call her confident or sure of herself in other ways. But yeah, for that, there yeah, was well, no. Yeah, but I mean, as in comparison to here where she's like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. It's the same thing. Whereas before she did know what she was going to yeah. do with her life. And now she's like, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. Yeah, no, I know. And then the girl tries to make her feel better. You know, most people don't have any idea what they want to do. And she's like, mm, you know. Yeah. But I I thought after the, this episode that on the podcast with the book, remember, I, I don't know how it came up. Remember, I said I would not want to hang out with Marianne. Yes. Um, like, she's a know-it-all. And like, yeah. why, at a cocktail party, she'd be like spouting off about politics or telling you yes. why you're wrong about something. I'm like, she doesn't seem like all that much fun. I have a completely different impression of her socially, at least watching the series. Like she doesn't do any of those things really. Like she's well. Not- how far did you go ahead? I guarantee she does because I don't think she, yes. she does. This is the first episode of college. Well, we're gonna. Well, we do one. We're about to do one more, right? Five, yeah, I did watch that, so yeah. we'll talk about that. So she's even through that one, at least again socially. Yeah how she is there's a lot more scenes of that and then yeah I did watch one more but yeah I'm sure listen it could be coming that that's for sure but right now I would like to amend that I would yeah hang out with her at a cocktail okay. party at least as Marianne is in these in, episodes through episode yeah, four yes, or five yeah exactly. no I agree she is coming off less um so far but yeah I, less off-putting and, yeah I don't and think smug and yeah yeah. And well, or she does it in that scene in the class where she tells yeah, the guy about the gravity. Yeah, that's a debate. Like, I think that's... It, I thought it was great. I loved that. Yeah. But then but I actually loved it and then was surprised she 
belittled herself. I know. I right? Know. With, with her friends, her insecurities like, or downplaying her achievements. Yeah, listen, I don't think in a classroom you can debate things however you want. I my issue with her before was like I felt like she did that in like light social scenes and you were like easy there just yeah we don't need to make everything some sort of debate um no in the classroom that's that was appropriate and i did think she annihilated him well well, i don't know i did too she She talked it down yeah she. i was surprised because i don't she is insecure in love and relationships because she doesn't have a great foundation to understand them but i've never uh, understood marianne to be insecure intellectually or um, in her rhetoric at all. So yeah. that that really surprised me, um, especially when I really enjoyed watching her do that. And then for her to, to cut herself down like that, I, I wasn't sure where that and was coming from. And that's not from the book, right? No, I don't, yeah. I don't think so. But Yeah, I know we don't, I can't remember every detail, but yeah, yeah, that seemed out of place to me too. I did remember moments in the book where I felt she was being falsely humble. Like, oh, no, that was nothing. But this went beyond that. Yeah, exactly. This looks like something much different. Yeah. Um, Okay, so episode five. So, or four ends where five begins. Yeah. She texts Connell. Yes. At midnight. Yes. And it's been a while. It's been a while, he says. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. I of course, he thinks somebody died. He's just like, are you okay? Oh, geez. Are you okay? <laughs> you know, right. like, he's just like, why are oh, you geez. calling me? Yeah. Um, I really loved this scene, the oh, opening to five, right? I loved it. I really, really, and again, finally something original in yeah. the show. Mm-hmm. I loved the, the way you could hear them both speaking in their own rooms and then also speaking through the phone. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so beautiful. Technique, yeah. Oh. No, I know. <gasps> and how it would go in and out even in the same sentence. You'd be hear him speaking through the phone and then you'd go back to his room and hear him speaking clearly. I thought that was wonderful. I really loved that. Yeah. I and I, I love that. That was a very cool technique. And she just she's like I don't know on screen I'm just why all from her face I'm like I see her hesitation mm-hmm. and her awkwardness but she's being vulnerable and then the relief on his face yeah when he finally realizes what she's asking I mean he like, breaks into yes. that smile and I'm like yes he's so yes. happy and she yes. and she is too I mean she's just like oh totally kind of like picking at her finger like nervously yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, yeah. that that one really resonated I like that right Right. She's saying, it was so nice to see you at the party. I've missed you. And, and like, can we try to be friends? And yeah. again, it's that it's a similar acknowledgement. Like as many people as I have to talk to here or socialize with here, there's no one like you in my life. And I yeah. thought that was really important because the way they set it up in episode four, I was like, why would she even go back to him? You know, if I'm watching this just as is, and I don't know everything that's coming and I haven't read the whole book, I was like, why would she invite him back into her life beyond this? You know, okay, they run into each other at a party, then it's over. You know, forget it. Mm-hmm. But this moment really demonstrates that for me. She's just like, she's not saying it, but she's saying it in the subtext of like, I have no one else like you, no matter how many people exactly. I have. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It was, it was yeah. I love that. Yeah. And then we see Connell getting 
a lot of attention at school. He's an academic superstar. Yes. Um, but then there's that scene where they're talking about school. It's just Marianne and him just sitting on couches. I don't know where they are or what they're doing, but I'm okay with that. Um, and he admits that he's feeling insecure, unsure. He says he walks around mm-hmm. trying on a hundred a hundred different versions of himself, and it's not working. Oh, I have that, I like, know. in bold in my face. Yes. I'm like, Connell, yeah. you know, when you... <clears throat> when you do talk, Connell, you can yeah. be, you actually can be self-aware. See, yes. like we talked yes. about before earlier how how he wasn't. Yeah, it's... but like but like he said, it's really in hindsight. Because yes. like you, you said from episode mm-hmm. three, we see him splitting his life. We see him struggling at Trinity, going mm-hmm. home and working on the weekends. So here in episode five, he's starting to process what we saw in episode three. He's saying... You know, his life at home and his life at school, he can't connect. connect them. Yeah. It just doesn't fit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he's finally getting that. I, I, yes. I, I really, again, with, with Paul Meskel and, and embodying Connell, I, again, I felt something different here, like yeah. of a real understanding of him. And I don't, again, I don't remember whether that exact line was in the book, but that one really hit me. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a big one. This is where I'm starting to get, again, when I said at the start of this episode, um, this podcast episode, that this is sort of starting to get into the vibe of the book, like really into the flow of the book. I, in the book, I related so much to both of them, which I found so odd to relate to two characters so much, but flip-flopping, always flip-flopping. And it's, Mm -hmm. and it's always like an isolated piece. This was something I really related to about Connell, the way he was struggling. My first year at college was so hard and I was going home a lot. And the same, it was like the same thing. I just couldn't integrate them, but nor could I choose between them. So Mm -hmm. I really could relate to this stuff. And just the idea of trying on a hundred different versions of yourself that I could really relate to. Um, and that was how I felt in the book. And it was so surprising to have both of those things. Usually I pick one and I'm like, okay, this is the person I relate to. And the other person is, I don't know, maybe a boyfriend I've had or, or a relationship I've had or something that I can relate to in the dynamic. But this, I was like flip-flopping between each person. And now in this, I'm really there again. Yeah. It brought you back. Yes. And then they have, and then we talked about this scene in the book too, and now they have a real conversation too where they're mm-hmm. speaking plainly and directly and and honestly and it, that part you talk about with Connell, and, but then they talk about the Debs, which they've never talked yes. about. Yes. And this we loved that before. And I don't know how it felt for you now, but I was, I was, my heart was broken all over again. Ugh heartbreaking totally heartbreaking this was powerful watching him yes would you be embarrassed if they found out because he asked her if if her friends know about them and would you be embarrassed if they found out and (laughs) typical marianne she's not sugarcoated she's like yes yeah Yeah. and i'm like oh but she says you know in some ways and he's and why he asked her she's because it was humiliating Mm-hmm. And he's like, the way I treated you? And she's like, yeah, and the fact that I put up with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and then like, she's like, did you ever think about asking me to the Debs? And then he's like, no. 
I'm like, don't yeah. again. Yeah. Direct. <laughs> yes. Direct. The truth is I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I wish I had, yeah. he says. But, yes. But, but I didn't. And oh yeah. God, when he says, you know, I wish that I did. And then he asked her, would you have said yes? Oh God. And the look on her face. Yeah. And she's like, for fuck's sake. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. That's when she starts to tear up. And yeah. then he just starts apologizing um, and tells her everyone knew anyway, like the point we just made before. Right. He's just really fully realizing what a, how, how worthless it was, well, them hiding it because everybody knew and nobody cared. Yeah. You know? And, and this is where I'm right back in Marianne. I mean, literally in the same yeah. scene when they're talking about the first part, I'm Connell and then I'm Marianne. And how many times have I had a conversation with somebody where like I would say – did you even think about doing this? And they're like, no, I just didn't think about it. It's devastating to feel, yeah. to hear. Oh, yeah. God. Um, and yeah, and his apology in, yeah. is excessive. Uh, and I mean, and but very sincere. But to say, like, I still think about it all the time. And he's like on the oh. verge of tears and... Yeah, she but, says she forgives him, but yeah, but yeah. I, I, it's excessive. But I think that that's that that a lot of people do that. Particularly, he says, you know, I feel really guilty. Like that was in my head, meaning that crap about us having to hide it. Like, and yeah, what yeah, people yeah. would think like that was all in my head. And he said, I suffer from anxiety with those kinds of things. And and he doesn't really say what the things are, but it's about mm-hmm. other people's perceptions. I think, and for him. Yeah that he mm-hmm. let that be everything and then to realize that nobody gave a shit anyway uh i i i think it's not excessive for connell meaning for the type yeah. of person he is sure i think sure he, he's the type that would beat himself up about this forever yeah, yeah. honestly no, that's a great point yeah i agree you know yeah but it's just all out there they really Yes. again go for it and we're seeing this back and forth like where they can't say it and then they do yeah um, that line that yeah. i forgive you was one of our favorite lines too from mm-hmm. the book because it was like we said one of the most genuine honest yes direct things they actually for said both of them yeah. yes for both of them and then immediately marianne breaks up with gareth <laughs> yeah <whatever. laughs> you're done you're annoying me yeah. anyway you're top Two buttons are open on your shirt, so it's uh, two. I think it's five <laughs> at all times. What is going on there? I'm like, is can I? Do I have to look at your belly button? What's going but on? Before, can we just actually let's just stick with Gareth for a second? Because what yeah. were your views of him in the book versus now, and were they any different? No, no, they're exactly See, the same. It's so funny. Like I remember disliking him in the mm-hmm. book. Um, I didn't particularly much, dislike him I, I, either. Well, I either. disliked him because I was like, at that point, I was like, how dare you? Oh, he's in the way. Other, he's in the <laughs> oh, way. God. He's a complete okay. fucking roadblock. Oh, and he's geez. not that great. So mm-hmm. don't try and pretend that you're not right. still in love with Connell is sure. what I was thinking at the time. And he's not vile like Jamie, which we'll get to eventually. Right. But but he's so, and he was just, he was annoying to me. Like he was in the yeah. way. And so I, I don't think I thought that much about him in the book. So I'm just like, you're in the way, get out of the way, get out of the way. I need these two to get back together. Okay. Um, so I just didn't give him much thought. So he, again, he came to life on here more and it, both his douchiness, but also like he, he's really into her, which I didn't, yeah. I don't think I realized in the yeah. book and not in the creepy 
controlling way like Jamie like he actually right. genuinely seems into Marianne yeah um, like which, when he says our friends care about us being happy when yeah, he's saying essentially yeah, he's happy with he's her he's happy and the way he looks at her and it's mm-hmm. you know he he is into her and I guess I just didn't he had more dimension to me that is what I'm saying that I just didn't really think much oh, about see, him then because he was just in my like I said in my way okay so this is where the, one of those shorthand things does a disservice then to you because if I'm Marianne which in matters of love I often am <laughs> I, what I was thinking while I was watching it is or while I was reading it and watching it the same thing is she is he is into her and that's not gonna work for him <laughs> Like she's not going to ever, well, not for a very long time and certainly not in the course of this book and this show, she is not going to like someone who likes her very plainly and simply. Mm -hmm. I mean, a little bit of the moody thing, right? From back to Little Fires. She's just, she's not going to like someone who's fine and decent, even if he is a a Holocaust denier, which is not fine or decent, but the point is... He right. the way he treats her, yeah. No, um, even Connell, even yeah, Connell. When you love him or not, he's not good to her all the time. And yes. In fact, often he's horrible to her. Right. But yeah. So the Gareth uh, who's just nice, yes. and into her, yeah, is not going to work for her. I I totally right. get it, and I see that more though now. Like when mm-hmm. he's like when she's trying to read, and he's like talking to her in the window, and she just looks up and she's like, "Yeah, I, I, have I just to need this. to read this for class." So just like fucking stop talking to me, like yeah. And then I'm like, oh, or like yeah, even the scene where she breaks up with him, she's just you just he's like yeah. oh, blah, blah. and she's like yeah, walk away. <laughs> Yeah, she's so like, like, I have a party to get to. Yes. Let's get on with this. And then so she I says, didn't get that yeah. when I read it. The way yeah. now I see that. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. Or, yeah. or even the yeah. normal way they have sex. See that yes. one sex scene. You're like, yes. oh, that looks like that's nice. She's not yes. going to do that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I got that from the book. I got that just from my own shorthand of knowing. But um, and then. So she breaks up with him so that she can go to this party out in the country with Connell. Well, with a lot of people, but Connell's going to bring her. And she says, I broke up with Gareth. And it's such a awful declaration. I'm like, oh, God, I've been there. I've definitely done that. But he kind of doesn't pick up on it. Or he is focused more on her. And he's like, oh, are you okay? And she's like, it's fine. Uh, what does she say? It didn't I'm hurt cold. that much. Uh, I'm yeah, just I'm a cold, unfeeling, cold, unfeeling person. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Cold, cold and I'm heart. Like, oh, like yeah, exactly. Back. I was like, oh, I understand that one. Mm-hmm. It's so funny how, and I do understand it, and I hope other people do too, if they don't have that same thing. Because Marianne, unlike Claire, who has her facade, like, ironclad yeah Marianne is a mixture of it's I've said this about me I have I only have an on and an off switch so I either feel everything too much I'm so sensitive I'm so vulnerable I'm so like mushy core or I'm like whatever I gotta break up and go to a party maybe hook up with Connell woohoo yeah. <laughs> well like, you've got your flask with gin gin on gin yes, yeah whatever total, I'm having a drink totally yeah, I oh my god fine I look good. Got a new dress if, on. <laughs> if anyone thinks that that is not real, it is real. Yeah. yeah but, no, I know. That that awful dichotomy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then 
the party, party in the country. Oh, I loved, mm, loved, party. loved this scene. This <laughs> is. And did you it, love the, this scene in the book? It was so much better in the show. So, yeah, okay. so, so mm-hmm. much better. Because yeah. in the in the book, I was more, again, with this idea that I, I'm in Marianne's head. I know Marianne. I am Marianne in these ways. I was in her head and I was actually thinking to myself like, oh, this is so embarrassing and I've mm-hmm. definitely done that. And uh, like the, the guilt, the shame she's going to feel the next day, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. But in the party, getting to see it and he's just like, it's cute. I would have totally blown that in my head like, oh, like why did I do that? And right. he's just like, you're silly and cute. And oh my God, his smiles I can't and his I, laughing, like I his know. little laughs, the way he like swallows his words. I was dying. He's sw- because it's it's that. And also like, she's like, fuck me. And you, he's yeah. also like, God damn it. I want to do that. But I'm not. <laughs> like, oh, absolutely. Tr- like the whole thing, like. Yeah. Yes, like trying to be the gentleman, but also like literally restraining himself. Yeah. From... Yes. Oh, and yeah. by the way, here he is again. He he does such a dickish thing, and then here he is being truly upstanding. Now yes. we don't. I don't even need to go into the realm of totally inappropriate like rape scenario. He is really. He's like he'll barely kiss her. Won't like yeah. won't let her feed into this. Wants to make a fool of herself. That's. I mean, that's, that's truly a, good guy. A, a super good guy, yeah. like a superhuman good guy. Yeah, kind exactly. Of thing. Literally. Particularly yes. since we know that their fucking connection and chemistry yes. is so hot that yes. he can do that is even yes. more unbelievable. I feel like Lorraine would be very proud in that yes. moment. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. Right? He was raised right. Yes, yes. And and she's coming on hard and she's Uh drunk and high and whatever else. But he's just like, I'll be back in the morning. And he's laughing at her, but it's not in a like, he's just like. It's like you're you're cute and I want you, but I'm not going to do this. Yes. Yes. Oh, which yes. is—I mean—could anything be more perfect? Could there be a more perfect reaction no, to that, that moment? Is exactly no, exactly what every person doing that—what yes. they yes. shouldn't be doing—wants the other person to do back. Yes. Oh, but then we get yeah, to that. <laughs> I know, but that was my favorite. I just want to linger there for like a minute yeah. because then it gets intense. But this was just so. This is my sweet spot. This playful, yeah. sweet. She's actually being self-destructive, but it somehow it doesn't work. He, you know, diffuses he, he the diffuses bomb. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I just it's so so adorable to watch, so brilliant, so enhanced from the book. Yeah, um, where I again was just in really in her head, even when I was in the scene. So and it makes you want to love them. Then it, it draws you back. Oh, yes. Like, yes, yes, you too. Yeah. Yes, I loved it. Totally. Which then they they give us they give us that payoff finally, right? Man. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's crazy, crazy. Wow, because the sexual yeah. tension is building for all yes. of us. Yes, particularly yes, it is. after the scene you you just we're just talking about. I mean, now mm-hmm. isn't everyone ready for this? Yes, you're right there with them. Yes. Yes, and but they continue to build it. So it's this playful, sweet moment, but then they drive home and... Oh, and she says it wouldn't be a good yeah. idea for us to have sex. Yes. Because basically it would ruin the friendship. Yeah. 
okay, but then, uh, but then, five minutes. yeah, exactly. <laughs> lasted exactly as long as your shower did. Exactly. When you come out in your robe. Yes. Well, she wasn't, you know, it wasn't obviously that she was trying no, to seduce him again. Right. Not it at was, first. Exactly. <laughs> so you're like, oh, she took a shower. She comes out in her robe and then she just starts walking towards him. And I'm like, oh. mm-hmm. yes. And he's like, okay, I told you the only reason I wasn't doing it was because you were drunk and now you're not drunk and let's go. And now you're standing here. Well, I mean, she literally stands in front of him with, and of course he's seated. So he's eye level at exactly where the tie is to untie the yeah. robe. And yep. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. it was a, a, a nonverbal um, cue to him. Yeah. <laughs> and he took yeah. it. He took yes. it. And then he there did. is a pretty intense sex scene one of many i think in the show but i'm not sure. yeah but it's the first one they really get right Mm -hmm. this is what i pictured in the book this Mm -hmm. slow intense and again this is what i was talking about in that first one and i guess maybe they were trying to show obviously they understand they and the director and whatever is going on um, and that first one maybe was intended to show they haven't gotten their vibe, but well, in the book so, yes, they the had their vibe. Yeah, but the, they had their vibe the whole time though in the book, and yeah. he, there they showed that they didn't quite, and now here they do because they do they talk a lot, and then they have the whole act, and it's so in the moment, present, intense, and then they have talking afterwards which so then when you sandwich it between that the way the book did it does feel like the sex act is really part of their communicating yes, and it, yes. I you get that in this one mm-hmm. you really do mm-hmm. oh yeah. yeah oh yeah you get that all right yeah um. <laughs> <laughs> including by the way the first I was like oh First, we're seeing her topless, and then I was like, "Oh my god, is that a little bit of side junk over there? Like, what's going on d- between his legs?" And then I'm like, "Why was I thinking we couldn't see his penis? Of course, we're gonna fucking see his penis. This is Hulu. I don't. Is there? Are there any regulations? I don't know what's going full on here. Frontal, full frontal, full. splayed out, and which post coital. Yeah, and then I love this line, and it's like a little." hard that I had to hear my favorite line while also staring at his penis <laughs> just like, I'm just like I don't know but anyway when she says it's not like this with other people and I loved mm. this line in the book and I yes. love it here even more yeah. because it's just it's been built up all for all yes. the reasons we just said and yeah. he says I know now yeah. he says we'll be fine yes. that I don't remember from the book and I'm not not that I don't know why yeah. that stuck out to me more. Like, yeah. I remember it's not like this with other people and him saying, I know. And yeah. I just, I love that. And yes. I might have been somewhat distracted by the penis, but I, yeah. <laughs> it not enough for it to not still hit me because I no. think that people, I don't know, they have that. They, they everyone knows what that means, right? With a, with a, when you feel that way. And yeah. I just, uh, I don't know. I, I love that. Yeah, and it's just a, it's like a, a closure of, or not really a closure, but a, a return to the idea that we've been seeing since college, where she could totally have moved on, but she can't because what they have is something truly special. It transcended the shit that happened in high school. It even transcends the shit that's going on for both of them in college. Right. It just is so special and so kind of intimate. And I want to say private, but 
private has been confused by secret at, at points in the right. show and right. it but it is just so between the two of them it's yeah. very relational and yeah, it and cannot be replaced and exactly and that relational point that's what i was just going to say we talked about that so much with the book i mean that's what yeah. she wants to convey yes here, that it's just and, about how two people are with each other in mm-hmm. in relation to each other and that's what this story is about and this yeah. is a scene where you that just hits you hard yes yeah yeah we'll be hitting and I think, many but, more times i think but yeah yes but that. i think between episodes three four five they've really strongly set up the dynamic between the two of them and this is the rhythm the flow that you feel in that book the constant tension between parts of their personalities the tension between are they bad to each other are they good to each other the whole it just the push uh, and the pull yeah. yeah it works so well yeah okay a couple of housekeeping bits uh, music and time okay yes at the party oh, a frank right. o- ocean song a frank ocean song is playing yeah. so Clearly, it's present day. They're not going with the book, which was 2011. Frank Ocean is is well past that. So it must be tw- present day, meaning, I don't know, it doesn't really matter. It, 2019, 2020, whatever it is, I guess it's present day. If Appar- you believe the song choices were deliberate, but yes. No, well, I know. I, mean, I have to assume they are. But, but to we're going to talk about it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it does make sense with the smartphones, with... Yeah you know, whatever. It does seem like it's present day. Apparently not a single person in either Sligo or Dublin has social media. All oh, these parties. There's that one reference, right? I would, what? Did you, well, when she no. says in our scene, classic me, I got uh, pretty. She says, what happened with you and Rachel? And, you know, we broke up. He's like, how'd you know about oh, that? Oh, Facebook. And he's Facebook. So yes. not that that's just, that's a I know, but if it's reference. 2019 or 20, She's not on Facebook. That's ridiculous. No, so I know. I, maybe I know. it is supposed to be 2011. I thought, I still think that it's supposed to be when the book was set. Oh, jeez. Well, then why are they using songs from the future? Don't because that think doesn't make they don't any think sense. Anyone would know that or or that, that Frank together. Ocean. I mean, I think there's a few songs you wouldn't know, but Frank Ocean is like a f- phenomenon. Yeah. Like five years ago. Or yeah, f- but it might ago. just be he likes the song. <laughs> They oh like this God. song. I don't I know. But anyway. Oh, so well, I was going to say it's present day and just no one does social media, I guess. It's ridiculous, but it's the way they've set it up. And so I'm going with it. Yeah. If you're telling me it's 2011, I have more issues. But I look, I guess I'm just going to go with it until I see other things that bother me. But I'm also generally just ta- I am laughable taking that attitude to the music. Yeah. I don't understand I what's going on. <laughs> I'm just going to simply point it out and move on. I am not going to get as fired up as I did yesterday. But I do present you a new segment of what movie is the final moments of this show evoking with the song. Yes. Episode two, as we know, ended with Goodwill Hunting scenes in my head. Yes. Episode three ends with the song Only You. Which, By, yeah, I, yeah, as, uh-huh. as far as I know, has two very strong references. Oh, actually, yeah. Well, as far as I know, has two strong references. Depending on your generation, maybe, but I, I knew them both. You'll remember it from a pivotal scene in Can't Hardly Wait, the 90s movie with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Or you might recognize it from... Uh, it's prominently featured cover by Selena Gomez in 13 Reasons Why. 
Um, oh, you, I've never you seen might, that, but okay. You might also think of um, think of it during a much anticipated kiss between Dawn and Tim at the Christmas party. If you watch the original British version of The Office, it was a big moment in that show, and it's playing on that too. Uh, episode five. Wait, you might and, also yeah. remember it if you're oh, me God. from my high school mixtapes. Every single okay. solitary one of them. Sure, <laughs> but, sure. But those don't count. No. No one else would know those. Episode five ends with the wildly generic. I was waiting for this one. I was waiting for this Wildly generic song, Mm -hmm. Make You Feel My Love. My love. Which Which has been covered. I love Only You by Yaz, so I don't care where that came from, but this, I don't even like this. Oh, I mean, I thought of Hope Floats, as yeah, many people, I'm Hope. sure, will. But I didn't it was, think of that. But I It was also it. covered by Adele in the 2010 yeah. movie When in Rome with Josh yeah. Jumel and Kristen Bell. Uh, it's been covered by many artists, or sung by, performed by many artists, Billy Joel, countless other, I'm sure, mm-hmm. moments in TV and movies yeah. have had it. I, I don't understand what's going on. I don't. No, it is someone's entire job to choose the music for this show. I think they're doing a pretty good job generally. After the first two episodes, there are much and many more songs that fill the space yeah. and some During montages. Versus yeah. the end, yeah. Yeah, um, and I, I appreciate that and I am enjoying that, but I cannot comprehend why one would choose not one, not two, not three, but four songs that are in other things, like iconic things, memorable things. I don't know. I just don't know. I'm really speechless about it, but I will just present it to to you all with very little commentary in our new segment. <laughs> yes. So, and I I know your views on this, and I am clueless, as you know, when when I hear a song as to where it came from. Uh, in terms of movies, even though like Can't Hardly Wait, again, once you said it, I'm like, oh yeah, of course, I remember yeah. that from that. But it would never hit me. Yeah. So I don't I mind was... being clueless. What I mind is that you don't care once you know. Oh, that no. part bothers me. No. I'm like, how could you not care? No, Why I would they care. do that? I don't Why care because like it? I said, if I like the song and I felt like it was appropriate in the moment, then like, again, the, the only you... I, 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 yeah. I watched this that episode twice and the mm-hmm. second time I watched it this morning and when it came on obviously I knew because we'd already had the conversation yeah. about how infuriating yeah. this makes you and I'm like I just love this song and I listened to the whole yeah. thing again <laughs> but yeah. but I also think which is just a, I don't know At the end of these I'm watching on my iPad I don't know how anybody else is but I when, if I'm binging this or if I do want to watch these quickly, when that last song comes on, I only listen to Only You because I like it. Yeah. The others, I literally, it pops up like go to next episode. Yeah. I'm like, click. I don't even. Me too. But don't you think a lot of people just don't even care what the last song. I, I think it's different if it's. I can't throughout. imagine. I cannot just imagine. just like click next the, la- No, it sets the scene. Yeah. This music is super, super important to me. Yeah, but I think a lot of people are just like, let me go to the next one. Unless unless I do too. I actually But I do too. I actually go on. I don't want to listen to the whole song. I go on. But the point is that they used it and that's the 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 tone that they're setting. No, it's not. No, it's always No, it always starts during the scene. I know, like a little bit. 
Yeah. But it's well but it's supposed to be there for a reason. It's supposed to set no, the tone for no the end doubt. of the episode. And there's a person who has picked it and yes, yes whose entire they job want is you to care. Yeah, yeah like, it, it's supposed to enhance the scene. Otherwise, it wouldn't be there. It would actually just yes. roll over the credits, which happens in movies all the time. But right, it doesn't. Right. It starts at the scene. Uh, and I do click right through. I don't listen to the song. But that, that almost makes it worse. It's like the the image they were trying to evoke is, to me, other movies, which doesn't make sense. Yeah. But, yeah. And, I, and I, I guess they just like the song is what the tweet said to me i tweeted this to lenny abramson i asked him (laughs) yeah 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 go ahead yeah yeah. well i asked about the the one at the end of episode two the elliot smith song that you had mentioned was in goodwill hunting and i just Mm -hmm. said i'm curious about the choice did you think people would think of goodwill hunting and he said basically just really loved the song and he thought enough time had passed, I think is, I'm not, I don't have it in front of me, but basically that mm. enough time had passed that people wouldn't, wouldn't connect them. But I guess you did basically. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. And maybe yeah. if that's the view on that song, I got to believe that's right. The general view. I guess so. I don't know. Couldn't, could not imagine why. Of all the millions of songs that are out there in the world, because, amazing. Because you also don't need this music person because you're like, just pick a song you like. Yeah. <laughs> Any just, song. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever you want. Yeah. I was joking last night. I'm like, just look over there at my CD soundtrack selection. Just pick a bunch of songs from there. Yeah. From it's other like, okay. movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know if this is going to be the music well, part will get any better. We'll see. I, I, I bet can't. you're going to get more examples in this segment. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be my guess. Although, yeah. I don't know. So we have one more episode that's been directed by Lenny Abramson. Mm-hmm. And then the last six are directed by a woman. Why Hedy am I forgetting? Thank you. Hedy yeah. McDonald. Yes. So maybe, I don't know, maybe they will, maybe it will change. I'm excited though. Next bunch coming at you tomorrow. This has been Pop Fiction Women with Corinne and Kate. If you loved this episode, please leave a review. And if you hated it, email us. We want to hash it out. Love us or hate us, don't forget to subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts. And keep it complicated.